This is for the YouTube fans only. <laughs> are, we, <laughs> are we recording or not? Yeah, we back. Okay. We're back. abruptly i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) hey so the first intro i had like fade in fade out and you guys told me hey put rooftop in there but i put the whole song in there so i was trying to like practice fade it out right now and then just shut it off learning experience yes but welcome jesse hey man chilling we got a special guest today my brother thomas what's up tom So two Jameses in the in the woo shots. You heard that? What would he say? He said, "I'm the better looking one." <laughs> Dang! I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> hey, I th- mean that's just what they tell me. So I'm just it's what the people say. The, the fans say. Everybody else. <laughs> Only fans. Jesse, how does your brother got fans and you don't got fans? <laughs> <laughs> they know him because of me. Yeah. <laughs> he's the plug. Damn. Okay. <laughs> he got it off clout. Hey, he's big, bro. I'm like, hey. <laughs> it's a it's a ten year difference, and he over there <laughs> way like, more on to you. I'm like, hey, this big bro. <laughs> hey, how how he put you on? How he put you on? He's younger than you. <laughs> It's like, don't be a menace, man. With the, the brother edition. And they always no, say I my just, dad looks younger than me, too. Look, I just I just tell him, you want to see what I look like when I'm older? It's to my brother. Uh, Jesse, they're like, oh, okay. And then they run away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, th- thanks for joining us. Um, we, You know, obviously we're celebrating Veterans Day um, and, you know, you're serving. You know, we've had a lot of members in our family serve all the way from our uncle to our grandpas and even our other, our, your older brother, my younger brother, Mello, he's also serving as well. Um, I would, I would have asked him to be on here, but I saw that he was going to every free food place to get free food today. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was the only stopped. reason. That was the only reason. He, he, <laughs> I think he got some donuts this morning. He went somewhere for breakfast. I think he got IHOP. He went to Olive Garden. He went to Pluckers, which is kind of like a Buffalo Wild Wings if you guys never been. My guy's out there getting his free food. How hungry is he? <laughs> it's, it's not about how hungry you are. It's about what's free at the time. Hold up. So something... y'all, ahead, y'all just said like four or five spots and that was all before lunch. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And so do you get like appetizers or do you get like a full meal? No, so it, it like depends. It depends on like where you go. Like for instance, like today I went to Twin Peaks. Okay. The first spot I hit was Twin Peaks and I got a I got a free like chicken tenders and fries and everything like that. And then I went to BJ's restaurant and it's you get like $14.95 off of your entree. That's not and bad. And then and a free Dr. Pepper or a water. Wait, so we were just talking about him, but you hit all the, the food spots too. 
but I hit I hit the ones that were a little bit more established. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's better looking and he's more classy. Okay. I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, man. And then they- I ended and then I ended at the brewery, uh Bricktown Brewery. Okay. Oh, what did they free, do for you? you? Yeah. Free burger. They- free free anyone one of their burgers. So I had like a breakfast burger that had uh, an egg, hash browns, and some smoked pepper bacon. Oh, so they said no to the to the brew, huh? I know. I mean, that's I went there for that too, but okay, all right, that's good, man. Hey, but thanks, uh, thanks for coming. Um, You know, obviously, thanks for listening. Hopefully, we could get some of your followers (laughs) to follow (laughs) us. I was thinking about this. Once I let them know I'm on, once I let them know I'm on, they're gonna be like, oh. So uh, we're going to get into some questions later uh, about, you know, your time serving. Uh, But we want to start off with the election recap. And, you know, we didn't get to have a podcast last week because somebody was on vacation again. Andy, (laughs) I'm on vacation every day. (laughs) I went to Texas, the middle of the country, the biggest state in the country, I think. Right. Second biggest. Yeah, I think it is the biggest. Yeah. So I went out there. You know, chill with the Jameson, the ugly one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming out. Did you enjoy yeah. your time? I did, man. It was it was really good. Weather was perfect. Um, ate a lot of good food. Some yes. food that Jesse cooked and, uh, you know, I enjoyed the hospitality from him and his wife and family. So super cool. Came back, got a COVID test, negative, made it through. Whoop, whoop. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. Obviously, your time out here it was during the election and we actually went to austin for a day and i was kind of worried i'm like man it might be hot in the streets you know depending (laughs) on how this election goes (laughs) um but obviously you know biden ended up winning uh it was it took a couple days but what were some of your thoughts relief um any kind of did you guys suffer from anxiety because no winner was announced I kind of want Blevins to go first on this one because I think he has a lot to say. <laughs> Not a lot, but um, man, it's a whirlwind, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all know where I stand on what the last four years have been like. And trash. You know, <laughs> we all were very excited, regardless of what you know side of the fence you were on, um, for Tuesday to come. And, you know, there were a lot of people who thought we would get an answer Tuesday night and a lot of people who were very aware that we more than likely wouldn't just because a lot of the states, the way that they were doing things in terms of, you know, counting um, the votes were not unified, which is kind of similar to how, you know, the U S has been with COVID this year as well, you know, not unified in terms of um, how everybody is, is operating and whatnot. So um, yeah, we didn't get the news until, Saturday morning. So you got Tuesday, people staying up late. Um, you know, 45 had his speech that was crazy. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and things start to look, you know, they started out one way and then they, you know, started to look another way with all these mail-in ballots that are getting received and and the votes um coming in for Biden. And you started to hear the noise. So, you know, depending on, you know, whether you were voting for Biden or uh, Trump or going for Biden or Trump, um, you know, your anxiety level could have went one way or the other. 
and then swung back the other way just because, you know, the, the counts were looking kind of all over the place. So once we got that news on Saturday morning, for me, man, I was happy. Um, it was crazy because all over the world, you saw people dancing in the streets, letting off fireworks, cheering. And it was just a joyous thing to see because the majority of America and the majority of the world all wanted one thing. And that was for a Biden presidency and a Trump presidency at end. So um, it's unfortunate that in California it was raining that day. So we didn't really get to, you know, party in the streets like the rest of this, the country and the rest of the world. But um, very happy nonetheless. <clears throat> didn't your neighbors party on Tuesday, though? My neighbors. So it's so crazy. <laughs> I don't know if, you know, the whole how it started and how it's going thing. Uh, I've seen a lot of people in California post on Twitter and then my neighbors, uh, I didn't take no pictures of them, but they fell in that same category of, you know, you have all these people with these Trump signs on their lawn and flags and, you know, stuff all over their truck. Uh, Tuesday night, my neighbors were outside um, all three, all three houses that are cool with each other and or related. I don't know uh, which were outside watching the election. Biden came on and was giving a speech and they were cursing about him and, you know, saying names about him and stuff and making fun of him. Um, so they were all outside Tuesday night. And then as we started to see that things were turning, they were nowhere to be found. So just like all the uh, other people in California that was posting pictures of their neighbors, um, you know, how they were riled up, but then they took all their stuff off once they saw that that guy won't lost. <laughs> hey, let me paint let me paint this picture for you real quick. So okay. I pull up, I pull up to Jesse's house. <laughs> was it Monday? And I see a sign in the front of his house on the on the grass. And it's 45. <laughs> so I had to turn on YG. What song? Uh what is it? FDT? Okay. What that stand for? I can't say that. It's a okay. it's a family All show. Right. All right, continue. And I just called Jesse and I I I, I just blast some music while he was like, <laughs> "Get out of here!" No, I'm just I'm just joking. <laughs> he, he did not have no sign. I don't want to see. I don't want to paint that narrative. Hey, honestly, I, I would have believed it. I know, I man. Believed I know. A hundred percent. Nah, he didn't have no sign like that. He didn't have a sign. But um, yeah, every like obviously the whole world rejoiced. Like not the whole world. Obviously, there's losers. Like the other side lost, right? So there's people out there that still feel a certain type of way. But I think there was more people that were excited that, um, you know, it's it's like a fresh start, something new. Um, you know, there was a lot of people that were not excited about the president and all the things that he was doing in these last four years. So I feel like it's it's a great change. People spoke up. Their voices got heard. Our votes counted. Um, and, you know, I, I think that the other great thing about it is Kamala Harris. And just like what she what she represents for the younger generation, obviously, uh, younger uh, girls that are going to be the future of this country. So, I mean, it, it's just dope, like to live in this this time and in this history and to say that you got to be a part of it. Like, you know, me and my wife were talking about it. We sat at the dinner. We sat at the dinner table on Saturday and we thought we talked to our daughter about it. And we we're like, do you know what this means? Do you understand what's happening? And if not, if you don't understand just yet, it's totally fine. But 
this is what happened and this is how we were a part of it. And, you know, later in life, like you can say that this is what we lived through. This is, you know, this is what w- what's happening right now. And this is going to be in the history book. So it's, it's cool from that aspect. And I really do hope and wish that, uh, you know, things do get better gradually. Obviously it's not going to happen overnight. And I also feel like we haven't seen the last of it. There's going to be some unrest. Uh, you know, it's going to happen. I feel, and that's just my prediction. So definitely everybody just be safe out there. You know, when we're out there, always keep your eyes open. And uh, yeah, that was my take on it. What about you guys? What about you, Tom? How was it out there? How was the pulse? Uh, I can go last. I'll go last. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, with me, uh, we'll see. And we'll see in a couple of years, right? To compare, you know, obviously I'm proud of everybody that was able to go out there and vote because this is the number one um, number wise, as far as it came to people going out there to vote. So, you know, shout out to all the Americans that actually went out there and did something about it. And we've always talked about that, like vote, 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 go vote. And Blevins made everybody in (laughs) (laughs) that he know, that he know, uh, he knew vote. And so, you know, it was close. It was, you know, it may not be that close on paper, but it's, it's technically, it was a really close race. It was, you could tell that the, country was divided 50, 50. And, uh, you know, uh, let's see the two years, you know, I hope everything comes out well, everything that was promised. I hope there's change. I'm very optimistic about it, but I, I feel good. And that was your first time voting. That was my first time voting. And Rochelle's first time voting too. Yes. Wow. Proud of you guys. (laughs) Although, Texas didn't go blue like we wanted. <laughs> the county that you live in did. So I will take that. Uh, Tom, Tom, don't Thomas is scared. Thomas is like, uh, <laughs> you don't have to tell how you feel. You can just say how the pulse was. No, no, no. Space. No, I know it's a safe space, but um, so being in the military, it's a little different, you know? Okay. Um, I mean, you're allowed to feel how you feel regardless of what, like, whatever whether you're a democrat republican but at the end of the day whoever's sitting in that seat is going to be my boss if that makes sense yeah so res- respectfully so if whoever's in whoever's in that seat i still have to follow whatever orders come down the chain of command right and that's kind of like a military answer to give you but i mean you know i live in wichita kansas so uh I mean, it's not as diverse as you would think it is, but um, just seeing everybody around and, you know, I, I hear people like making jokes about if it doesn't go a certain way, then there's going to be looting in the streets. And they're like, I can't wait to get my free TV tonight. And, you know, wow. like, I mean, and, and, you, and you know, you know, pe- people are going to joke about it. But at the at the end of the day, what I what I see is that no matter who sits in that spot, you know, I got I got to go with the flow, regardless if I disagree with what they stand for, regardless of I think that something could go another way. I'm that's just the spot that I'm in. Doesn't mean I don't feel a certain way when things don't go how how it is or. Um, but got to give everyone a chance at this point, because that's that's what I have. You know, so I got to do. So when you when you're serving and you're with. Um, you know, your brothers and sisters out there, like, do you guys have these kind of real conversations? We do. We do. So like in my, in my shop with the people that I work with, 
uh, we sit there, we have the TV going on um, in the office uh, while the election, like while, while the states were counting and everything like that, and just kind of had some raw conversations, like, you know, uniform off. I mean, it, just because you're in uniform doesn't mean you can't have an opinion because, right. you know, everyone's going to have an opinion, but it's kind of, it's a little bit more tailored towards to be on the cleaner side, like you, you know, off social media because social media is a big thing. So they don't, they don't want you to, they don't want you to go on there and slander uh, your <laughs> POTUS or uh, future POTUS. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, but in my office and the people that I work with, like we had those conversations and kind of like those, what if scenarios, I kind of had a couple people, Talk to me about some conspiracy theories about <laughs> about, about. Oh, was Biden it Andy? And, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, about no, Biden. they got more insight than I do. <laughs> they in there. <laughs> but so, I, and I'm sitting there, and I'm and I like to I like to give everyone like the benefit of doubt, just to listen to them because it is an open ended conversation. And I just don't want to say my piece, and then then they close their ears or look the other way. So I got to listen right. to these theories and stuff like that, but. <laughs> Once you hear something a couple of times, <laughs> stuff starts seeing a little real. But, but um, <laughs> do is there any way that they do they monitor that from you guys? Like conversations, do they or do they like rather you not have those conversations? Like, I wonder it's, what that's like. Like, do you guys ever feel like you can't have those conversations? I feel like some people, some people do feel that way just because of they feel like the uniform is blocking them from having an opinion or some type of personality, but I'm an Mm -hmm. extremely vocal person. Like, I mean, you know, all most Jamesons are (laughs) extremely vocal. (laughs) So if I don't like something, I'm going to say, I don't like something. If I do like something, I'm going to say I like it, but I I feel like my opinion matters and it should matter. um, Regardless if you agree with me or not, because my opinion is not fact. Is there any uh, retaliation at all sometimes by being vocal? It can't, there can be like, depending on how you go about it, because if you, if you go and you start slandering everybody and you start, um, you start crossing between other people's beliefs and making them feel a certain way, then um, the world is not as tough as it used to be when it comes to certain (laughs) topics. Mm. And, um, other people that have been in the military before me, they'll know, they'll say that the military is not what it is before, like when it comes to people's sensitivities. So that's brought into effect more, especially in the workplace. I mean, you guys see it in the workplace. Yeah. If you want to tell somebody they're doing a bad job, you got to think about five different ways or 15 different <laughs> ways you got to tell them. That's crazy. Um, yeah. unless, you, unless you're a direct person, like, and you're going to them and say, hey, you're doing a crappy job. But you got to think about what they're going through, what their families might be going through, different situations that might be affecting them. So when we have these kind of conversations or any conversations that are raw at all, then it's kind of like the same thing. You got to factor in what people stand for and what they believe. And that's wild. That's a good topic. Yeah, man. Such a PC answer. You know, (laughs) not like giving us a little bit. (laughs) No, I, I liked it. There was some balance in there. No, there was. There was. There was the lines. In there. He did yeah, at least keep his job, Jesse. I know. <laughs> he can only keep getting free food every November 11th. And, uh, public affairs, they'll be looking at this and be like, <laughs> "What well, do they do? They really be watching <laughs> like that, though?" <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> they, they, they subscribe. Mo- most, most, <laughs> most, most of the time, when people get in trouble, it's because they go on Facebook and they're like. 
man, forget this, forget that. Mm. I, I don't like this. I don't like this. And if you think this, then you're this. And then so. Oh, just like Whoopi Gober did today. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't hear about it. So uh, put me on. Nah, well, because, all right. Well, I just woke up this morning and I was like, why is Whoopi? You're, you're I'm glad you watch her. I'm glad you woke up this morning. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, Blev's got me on Twitter. So, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be vulnerable. You Whoopi Gober? No, no, I'm going to be vulnerable right now. <laughs> Trending. I've, I've been going on Twitter in the morning to, to look at uh, Trump's tweets <laughs> to see what he's doing. <laughs> How many DMs you sent him? <laughs> no, I just, I'm just like, just the Don't stuff worry, that he's saying, the stuff that he's president. <laughs> no. Send me free merch, free merch. <laughs> free merch. Where's a hat next week? <laughs> Any- <laughs> Anyways. Ask that for what? Yeah, my dad oh, has one. Shoot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyways, I was just looking at, you know, what was trending, and I saw Whoopi Goldberg trending. I was like, why is she trending? I thought Sister Act 4 was going to come out. Something. <laughs> Her eyebrows. So, they actually are working on one. Go ahead. <laughs> so I guess she made a statement saying that, um, do what we did and suck it up. And she was referring to the election, like, when, when Trump won... <laughs> Do what they did, suck it up. Mm-hmm. And I guess everybody was just slandering her just because of that statement. So they were, hmm? what were they saying? Uh, they're saying liberal definition of sucking it up is not my president, <laughs> Russian uh, interference, impeachment, resist, <laughs> women's march. <laughs> Hey, that's funny. That's funny. I, I didn't go lie. I didn't know Whoopi Goldberg has a position in the government that would allow her to <laughs> hold the funds for a presidential transition. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot more. You get the gist of it, man. But they, they were just they were just going ham on her. Honestly, I think all, all of us probably feel the same way, regardless of what our stance is on you know politically where you stand or your views or whatever. Mm-hmm. If something's funny, you going to laugh, right? And I think that's kind of the difference between a lot of us that feel a certain way than a lot of others that feel another way. Like, we could take the jokes. Like, let's mm-hmm. go. You know what I mean? It's the others that really, you know, kind of be sensitive a little bit, you know, about uh, their guy or, you know, the way that they view things. You know what I mean? Like, if something's funny, then laugh. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with it or not, you know, you could laugh. Yeah, you can't be laugh laughing too. in the wrong wrong place though. What if you ro- laughing and you just get socked <laughs> for laughing? Sock him back. Sock him. There you go. Sock him back. Speaking of vulnerable and Twitter, and you talking about um, you looking at his tweets every morning to to fuel you and get your energy going, and that's what really powers you up. Yeah, he was he mows his grass and like, <laughs> listening to his speeches. NPR. Uh, I'm gonna be vulnerable. To, vulnerable too, man. Like. Yesterday was a tough day for me because, you know, I am on Twitter a lot and look and see what's going on on there. Um, I'm not really somebody who has anxiety or things really get to me like that. But I was looking at his tweets yesterday, too. I don't follow him, but, you know, depending on what the political um, individuals on Twitter, their accounts may tweet him or, you know, say he said this. And I was looking at uh, yesterday evening all his tweets from the day he had tweeted. This was like probably 5 PM or somewhere around there, roughly give or take a few hours. Right. 
And he had tweeted and or retweeted. It was like 20, 20 to 30 tweets in, a, in the span of an hour. And I was just looking at them and all of them were getting flagged by Twitter with like disclaimers and stuff. And the stuff that he was saying was just not true. And it triggered me big time. <laughs> Seriously, it really triggered me. And I, I started to like it, it emotionally and physiologically and physically was affecting me. I had to put my phone down. Because of how much disinformation and just wild shit that he was saying was overwhelming for me. And like I said, I'm not somebody who gets overwhelmed like that or that kind of stuff affects me. But it really did yesterday, to be completely honest with you and vulnerable. You know the uh, stereotype that people have had about a woman president, like saying that they would be emotional or whatever, Uh right? That's always been a stereotype. I feel like he fits that mold on Twitter. And I'm like, damn, man, he's a girl on Twitter. I'm like, like, he's really going through his menstrual cycle. That's how I feel, at least. I know oh, Thomas man. can't say nothing because he's agree. technically still 45. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah. We could move on. We it was good. It was a good. We don't want to stay politics. Andy's, Andy's gonna get us canceled. For <laughs> last I said stereotypes. Not it's not Andy's, what I believe. Andy's gonna get, Andy's gonna get me canceled. I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was we, all your followers. So you, hey, so Andy's getting canceled off of here. You're going to get canceled from your job, and then we gonna, we, you're going to be an Andy seat on there. I'll cancel myself, because during pre-production, <laughs> I said, yo, it, Jesse was talking about Whoopi. I was like, what's up with Whoopi? She's going to grow her eyebrows back? So, <laughs> look, you guys all want to be, I'll be vulnerable number three. And so Jesse was like, nah, it's a disease. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. And then Thomas looks it up. No, it's not a disease. <laughs> so, it's just her style. It's her swag. It's okay. There, we can move on now. It's uh, a real thing. No, it's I, a real thing. I was I was fact checking Jesse because he just he was just throwing something out there. And I said it's like, serious like, too because I wanted Eddie news. to I wanted Eddie to feel bad. I said it's serious too. I was like it was. A, I looked at him just like this. It was a disease. <laughs> but he didn't feel bad. He was laughing. <laughs> he was I like, smirked. I was like, oh, lack of empathy, man. Sorry. I like Whoopi. I watched, fa- uh, what's the sister act for? Hey. And The View. The View. Hey, Tom, since we have you here, man, we want to ask you some questions about um, obviously your time in the service. Are you up for some questions that won't get you in trouble? <laughs> of, course. of course. I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so, what made you enlist in the Air Force? So when I was in high school, I did uh, NGROTC. So like I was, I was doing. Oh, that's too many school. letters, man. You got to break it down. I don't know what none of that. Na- means. It's a uh, Navy junior reserve officer training corps. Okay. Thanks. So it's just like, it's like, it's like those, those kids in uh, school that would, um, one of their periods was delegated to, they would wear a uniform once a week, do PT in the morning, like work out um learn about whatever branch of military was at their school and the school i went to i did the navy version of it but i did it for four years and i you know i wanted to go to college and then i wanted to be an officer so i i got a i applied for a couple of scholarships i didn't get some of the ones that i wanted to um but i did get one and it was 
to a school in Texas and it was a three year, three year scholarship, but it wasn't going to start until my sophomore year. And, um, my granny kept saying, like, she was like, well, you know, I'm not going to co-sign on, on any loans or anything like that. You know, she wanted to be dependent about my decisions. And um, it was a private university. So, like, the, the first year is always going to be more expensive. So that was kind of like a trap that I would have put myself in. And so I needed a backup plan. And my backup plan was always to enlist. So I ended up enlisting. And I texted Romello, my, uh, our other brother. And I was like, what do you think about the Army? And he was like, join the Air Force. So I was like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> Granny said, you ain't yeah, finna mess up my credit. <laughs> no, and, and I, I think it was a little bit more than that, too, because, you know, growing up, she's always taught me to be, uh, and, and my, my granddad always taught me to be self-reliant and not having, you know, to depend on anybody like that. And I think me doing what I did and enlisting kind of gave me that structure and that foundation that I needed to have to kind of continue the process of growing up and doing the stuff that I needed to do. So sometimes when you grow up with your uh, grandparents raising you, the air force is easy <laughs> after dealing yeah. with them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Both deaf. <laughs> basic training was basic training was easy for me. And, uh, <laughs> you know, having people yell at you and everything like that. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, is this all they have? <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. I, I wanted to enlist. Um, obviously, I grew up with my aunt and uncle. While he moved out here to Texas when he was younger, I stayed with my aunt and uncle. And my uncle was in the military as well. Shout out. Thank you. Uh, shout out, Ed. Veteran. And, uh, you know, he always told me, I want, you know, you're going to go. You're going to go. Like, if I didn't have, same thing, if I didn't have a backup plan that I'm going to enlist, I'm going to enlist. And... I wish I would have because I could have done like my culinary stuff in there as well. But around that time, this was around 2004. So people were going to Iraq. So I was scared like war. So I, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it because you're they're just sending everybody there. So, you know, when 18 came around, I was like, please don't pick me. Please don't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> but look, looking back now, I wish I would have went to get that experience because you're right. You get that discipline. You, you know, you get that you know, you get to get, you know, put your body in that peak shape. Uh, you get to challenge yourself. You get to travel the world and you really learn that discipline. And although it took me some years to learn it, um, but learning it at a young age and to be able to implement it in, in life, I think I could have definitely, definitely needed it. I was just a chicken. What more discipline than do you need, though? You already act like you're in the military. You <laughs> sleep standing up. And you, your, and you wash your underwear by hand. So, and I got a bald head. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> My man out here with the nappy fro. Okay, this is that 2020 military. All right. You, Thomas took all your hair part, particles. <laughs> <laughs> he took it all, man. He took it all from all of us. <laughs> and, yep. Uh, and what what branch well, did uh, Romello uh, enlist in? Army. Army. Oh, he's an army. Okay. Wait, so you asked so, him? he in it before you? Yeah. Yeah, he was in it for about a year before me. That's why he told you. <laughs> yeah. What's been and the difference? He, go ahead and go ahead and say what you were gonna say. My bad. I was I was just gonna say kind of kind of going back to what Jesse was talking about, like when he was saying like his choice of you know he wanted to join the military. I'm not gonna sit here and give everyone like the the whole 
join the military is the best thing for you. You know, some people, it's not for everybody, you know, and, and that's, and some people just don't understand that. So like whenever they join and they start complaining about, well, I don't want to be in this. I don't want to do this. I don't, you chose to be in this spot. Like it's one of your decisions that you made. And if you didn't like it, that's cool, but you got to deal with the repercussions of your choices. You chose to be in the spot. Yeah. And, um, the times are different than like when, when Jesse was talking about like in 04, like when he wanted to go, I mean, people are still heading out the door. It's just different locations, you know, um, there's crazy stuff going on in the world and we just like, you know, we're all over the place. Like, like regardless of the fact, some things, some things stop, some things, some areas have peace, but you know, we're still all over the place. And that's just, it's the global impact that the military has regardless of what branch you have, but where you're in. Go ahead and flex on them. Tell them where you've been. Uh-oh. Stamps. I've been. Stamps. <laughs> uh, outside the U.S. Oh, okay. Outside the U.S. So outside the U.S., um, I've been to uh, Niger, Africa. I've been to Niger. I've been to Morocco. I've been Tunisia. Abu Dhabi or UAE, um, Germany, England, uh, Ireland, and there's 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 a bunch of different spots that like I kind of like stopped in between and stuff like that. But so which kind of like which which of those countries do you have children in, and which don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know how y'all people get down. Y'all, y'all, y'all people. people? Okay. Listen, <laughs> military y'all. people. Oh, man. I thought you were Jam- talking about Jamesons. <laughs> oh, that too. That too. <laughs> I am not going to sit here and incriminate myself. <laughs> Come on, man. You know you but, but I will tell you. I will tell you that when I went to Germany, it was probably the craziest experience that I had, merely for the fact that. Being black and the the only black dude in the group, it was I was I was like they were like oh, you were that guy. Hello, they were like hello. I'm like I'm not even like dressed up crazy or anything like that. So I'm I'm wondering why I'm getting all the attention. And I look around me and it was like a hot commodity. Like I was like one of the only (laughs) black people in the area that I was there, and I was getting free drinks. I didn't have I didn't have to buy anything. (laughs) Free food. He answered your question. (laughs) <laughs> allegedly allegedly <laughs> that's good man that's dope that's dope um my second question for you is how do you maintain a stable mindset when you're away especially like from family or just people in general um i think communication is the biggest thing um regardless of how busy you are uh just even even texting you guys like when i'm gone um or if i have the ability to call I, I will do that because sometimes like when you have to compartmentalize things that are going on around you, you can't always like, I don't want to come to you guys with the problems that I have in the military or that I'm going through in, in a deployed environment, whatever. Um, because I'm there to take care of what I need to take care of. And you guys are back here taking care of what you guys need to take care of. So as long as we're both doing our part, then I, I don't have to worry about you guys, you know? Um, but just, communicating with family and um putting things like where you guys can understand it because not everyone's going to get military terminology or you know 
if I if I spouted off something, you guys are gonna be like, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it sounds serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, like so N R G T Y X. You just said earlier, <laughs> J J R O T C. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just J like it's a navy navy version of uh, Junior Rotsy. But yeah, kind of like the same thing, but like having just having communication is kind of like the a little piece of home and then getting care packages and stuff like that's always amazing. Like when you're gone over there because it's like a little piece of home getting sent to you and maybe it's your favorite snacks or maybe it's just like some toiletries that you needed. Like you needed a new toothbrush because your breath was hot or some deodorant because you've been going odor free for the <laughs> for the whole deployment. But I mean, it's just kind of small stuff like that. When's the last time Jesse sent you a care package? <laughs> <laughs> See what happened was I didn't get your new Addy. <laughs> I I set stuff out. Hey, that's yeah. crazy though. Um, I was gonna go back to what uh you were saying about enlisting and then what you just said right now. Like I feel like it's a big decision to make when you're that young, like 17, 18 to enlist. Like I feel like you're not even a grown adult yet. You don't you don't even at our age we're still learning and at that age it's like adolescence almost so i feel like maybe that's why some people don't they figure out the hard way that it's not for them and then the whole keeping the mental like stability mindset like just like you it sounds like you have it sounds like you have a good understanding of why you're there why you enlisted and the what you're doing who you're doing it for you know the purpose behind it but i feel like a lot of people just they sign up either for the wrong reasons or they get pushed to it not knowing exactly what they want to do. It's just maybe because somebody told them this is what they have to do. And the only thing that left for them, but I think that that's great for you that you, you understand that and you're in a place where you can um, just carp, carp, what is the word I'm looking compartmentalize. for? Compartmentalize. <laughs> just everything. Yeah. I, I, like, you get then, one more chance. Try to say it again. Say it and I'll, I'll follow. Compartmentalize. Carpent. Oh no. Car, he said carpent. <laughs> Is it car pimp? No. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. I can't say it. I'm going to spell it. All right. Um, but no, nah, I appreciate that because I think that some people need to hear that, you know. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, um, Yeah, I'm away from my family for... I think the longest was a month and a half and I was just lost. Ryan. I was lost. <laughs> so I could imagine. Um, I know you, you were in Africa, what, for six months? No, I was in Africa for about eight. Eight, yeah, see, longer. So, wow, that's why he didn't send the care package. He thought you were already gone. So <laughs> he was two it's months a, off. He said, "Oh, he, he, he out." Like, it's okay. the the mail the mail out there the mail system out there was kind of crap. We got mail like every like three months for a little bit. Oh yeah, it started what? getting better. Yeah. Damn, he, so he was, he was, you know, shout out to him. You know, obviously I'm very proud of both of my brothers, um, but he was out there doing this thing out there. Uh, he said when he, when I talked to him, he, he would show pictures. It was nothing but dirt, sand. All he said he was doing was working out pull-ups, everything. That's all he could do. Uh, but you know, you were able to what teach, teach the people English, correct? Yeah. So uh, in my free time and like, I don't mind you, I don't have any like, school teacher experience or anything like that. But in my free time, I was teaching the local military their English. So um, the Nigerian forces out there, they speak French. And um, in order to help our communications with each other, teaching the people that were in charge English helped us 
kind of take away that language barrier that was there. So whenever we're working together on maybe like a response or something happens on the base, we're able to communicate with them and they can communicate back with us in um, even if it's just a, a basic sentence, but them comprehending what we're saying. So I was, I, I had a classroom out there and, um, you know, I had some students out there too. That was, it was cool. Uh, a cool experience. So they had a commercial. I saw him and he was like, they were like reading the books. He was like this. And then he was like, teach you the class. <laughs> so public affairs, public affairs, uh, in Germany, they, the, from the, from the base in Germany, they came down and, um, they, they made a video and I was, I was doing it by myself for a little while. You know, I had a couple people show up, but you know, there's a couple people that showed up just because the cameras were there. But, um, I just used phonics lessons and then I kind of did a couple of tests to see where they were at. And, you know, they could read through the newspapers, but they didn't comprehend what they were saying. So in that video, that little short video that you saw, Jesse, um, was just them basically kind of like reading and trying to understand like they're buying a rug or they're doing something, some type of action. So obviously in the moment, you know, you maybe not, thinking about it as deep as maybe you would when, um, you know, you kind of take a, take a, take a step back. So now really talking about it, that experience, what was that like for you being able to make that connection with them, an opportunity that you otherwise without being in the military would not have got? I, I, I don't think I, me before the military, I don't think I could even like, put that into a thought that that would happen, you know, mm -hmm. that these guys would be depending on me to teach them something so critical as a language, you know, and I got to do other things out there too, that kind of had a bigger impact once I got back and saw, um, what I had, what I had done with the people that I was working with. Um, we helped out the orphanage out there. We made some new classrooms for the wow. schools out there. Um, I had a laptop that my granny had got me, I think when I was in high school and I hadn't used it for a long time and it was in great condition. Cause it was, you know, like when you get something nice and you don't really have like a lot of nice things, you take care of it, you <laughs> clean it when it don't need to be clean, but it was in great condition. And what I ended up doing was donating it to the orphanage that we, uh, that we had there and they were able to put, they were able to put CDs in there and then. I didn't actually get to see the impact of it until I left because one of the guys that was helping um, deal with the people in the local area, he sent me some pictures of the kids using it. And it was, it was, it was fulfilling. Yeah. That's so, dope, man. That's cool. That's man. dope. See, see, he's the better one, man. See, <laughs> I'm not the I think I want to be more fr friends with him more than I do. You now. <laughs> see, when I got a your great call. heart, man, he looks better than you. He's got a great heart. <laughs> Got he's hair. younger. He's got hair. He's got hair. <laughs> hair. Hey, Jesse, I'm going to stick up for Jesse. I don't need you anymore, <laughs> no. man. Hold on. What's your schedule ahead, like dude. moving forward, man? Ooh. Nah, I, I just mean like so so we don't got to deal with Jesse no more. We could usher you in. <laughs> yeah, he's taking no, my I, mean, I, I get off of work at four or five o'clock. <laughs> he's giving up the schedule. He's giving up the schedule. <laughs> oh yeah wow is andy frozen yeah it's a great great shot great shot of him everybody recreate him 
That's what happens with this internet, man. This thing better not he mess he up. For the best. It's all good. Yeah, he better not mess up. Um, Jesse crawled so Thomas could run. <laughs> there we go. He's back. There, no, he's not back. <laughs> No, he's left. Oh, I'm the host, so we're and still good. Now reco- there we go. There what? he is. All right, back to it, Jesse. Okay, no. You're good now. Wait, you All said right. Jesse Jesse crawled so that I could run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he a doesn't want... man. <laughs> That's alert. <laughs> boys to a band. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Hey, so my last question for you, and we won't we'll stop bothering you. What is the most you know, random thing you have seen being deployed? Or even at your uh, base now, it could be anything. Just the last four years, five years, what is the most random thing that you've seen? See, that's, that's, a, that's a big question. Um, and when, when we were talking about our, um, deployed, probably would probably be the, the craziest things that I've seen. Um, I'll do something funny. Um, we were playing soccer against one of the, it was like a semi-pro team in Africa. And mind you, I'm not, we're not expecting to win this game like at all. We were, we're not expecting like, but we were losing, we were losing, you know, pretty bad. And then they put in the water boy and this water boy was just this old, this like really, really, really old guy. and he like they kept calling him old in French. They kept calling this guy old in French. That was his nickname. And he comes in and he scores a hat trick against us. And I don't know if you guys know what a hat trick is, but that's three goals. And then after we finish the game, he grabs his cane and he starts walking off the field. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be a you already thought you was gonna get beat. Now you get the beer. No. And and I and I was I was upset like with myself. Because I was like, how, like, we're representing the U.S., you know? And these guys were waiting for the moment. They're like, oh, we got him. We got him. <laughs> All right, come here. But the way this guy was moving on the field, it, you thought it, like, I would have thought it was one of, like, Kyrie Irving when he did the Uncle Drew commercial. <laughs> you know, where he's just like, oh, come on, young buck. Like, yeah. that's, that's exactly how I felt. But, and then on the sideline, you have, like, the military personnel from them, like, little kids that would try to run on the, uh, on the sidelines, uh, they would just grab them, just chunk them. <laughs> like, like not even like, Hey, come on. They grab them and throw them. Just wow. That's crazy. <laughs> That's what that man, I would have been upset too, man. Getting school, uh, yeah. school like that by the soccer uncle drew. Nah, I thought it, was, he was... it was just, it was, it was, it was funny. I mean, I have, I have like, I have some other stuff, but it's not like, some, some stuff in Germany. I th- yeah, I thought he was going to say it was the line of 40 white women behind him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Germany com- the Germany talk is for the, the next session. Okay. Damn, when I'm not here, when he's taking my spot. <laughs> the first episode. First episode will be called Germany. <laughs> hey, all right, man. Well, that, that was all the questions. And I don't know if you guys have any follow-ups or anything that you guys want to ask. Before we move um, on to top no five questions, man. But I just think what you shared, you know, in a very short period of time, man, like that's something to really be proud of mm-hmm. that you got to gain those experiences that you are helping keep our country safe. So thank you for that. And that you're impacting people's lives when you don't, you know, never maybe expected to, especially in that way. 
Um, and then out here getting beat by old folks when you're only 20 something. So that's, you know. Yeah, yeah man. Salute. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate that's cool, it. man. So we're going to do our uh, top five show characters. Dun, dun, dun. I need some. I need one of those sounds. Dun, dun, dun. That was very anticlimactic. Wait, this is, this is the top five dead or alive segment. <laughs> oh, yes. Top five. Actors, top show five actors, show no, actors, top show, five show characters, show characters, not show actors. Characters. It's Your five characters. favorite show characters. Got it. Who's going uh, first? Oh. Andy doesn't want to go first because he says he's not participating because Screech, Zach. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Will Smith. Screech, oh easy. my gosh, Screech is his top. <laughs> Who's oh, going first? Worse. I'll go. Okay, go ahead. All right. Since I mean, you and I are really the only ones that's prepared. You and I watch TV like crazy. So, all right, my num absolute number one is Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm. That is my spirit animal. I love that show. Larry is uh, has no filter. He says exactly how he feels. He tells you like it is. Um, and I love that the show is. Is loosely based off of his life, but um, you know you have a lot of situations that aren't really real, but they're really funny. And what I love about that show and his character is that um, you know he's a co-creator and writer, and co-creator and writer of Seinfeld. But with Kirby enthusiasm, he there's no script, so everything is freestyle. There's things that like he makes sure that the characters you know hit in the particular scene and then in the episode. But everything else is freestyle. So I think that that's really great about that show. And that's what makes me love it. So um, second one, Andy said it. Uh, Will Smith from The Fresh Prince, man. Like that was a show that I grew up on. Will was super fly. He had all the Jordans, all the Nikes and was out there looking fresh. Iconic. Um, he, his, his, his gear was on point. He had all the ladies. If you look at any of the popular female actresses, models, singers. Tyra Banks. Yeah, that was going on at that point in time. Will had him on the show. Um, so that was a great show. Nia um, Long. There was a lot of serious moments. Um, a lot of funny moments as well. Um, and he was a great character. And I think that's one of the things that really catapulted his career into you know where he's at now. Um, third one, Walter White from Breaking Bad. So, um, slash Heisenberg. So that's also one of my all time favorite shows. Um, I got hooked on that show. I think, I think it was already like a season or two in and I was at, uh, my friend Jacob's house. Um, and he had it on. I'm like, what, what is this? I started watching it. Oh man. And was hooked ever since. One of the greatest shows that I've ever seen, one of the greatest characters I've ever seen, how he went from, you know, being a, a small town um, school, high school teacher with a family of three to being a, a freaking drug kingpin, right? And killing people like that, that does not happen in real life. So um, great show to watch. Uh, number four, um, I really could have multiple characters from this particular show, but I'll choose the main character. So Martin Payne, the insane Martin Payne from Martin, 
uh, one of the greatest comedy shows that there's ever been. I mean, like I said, you could name a number of characters. I'll stick with with him as Martin, but you know, you got Shanene, you got Roscoe, you got Bob from Marketing, you got uh, who else did he play? Um, he played his mom. Uh, he played Jerome. He played Dragonfly Jones. So, uh, but Martin was one of the greatest shows. Uh, definitely one of the greatest comedy shows that there was out there. And I still even watch it to this day. All the reruns that come on, I was actually watching it um, uh, either this morning or yesterday morning. Um, so that, and then I will end it on a show that I was far behind in, um, you know, watching it. So I was not current and watching it at all. I actually did it during the pandemic for the first time. John Snow. <laughs> no, I, I was up to date on uh, Game of Thrones, but Omar Little from The Wire. So Omar was not scared of nobody. Everybody was scared of Omar because he was a wild card of what he was going to do. Man walked around uh, Baltimore uh, with a shotgun, just him by himself. And everybody would run away when they would see Omar because he was just nutty and crazy. Um, so I'm eventually going to have to watch The Wire again. Um, I, it was a great show. I'm kind of upset at myself that I wasn't on it while it was being aired. Um, so watching it, there are some things that are a little bit dated. Um, just because, you know, technical technologically we've moved on and advanced, but still the premise of the show and what was going on and, and what was happening and the acting was amazing. And Omar was one of my favorites. On it. Nice. Wasn't that show like on HBO? It was like one of the first shows ever, like that went big on like, uh, like, a, like a, one of those like big providers, like HBO. Yeah. It was like yeah. a huge show. I don't know if it was on at the same time as the Sopranos. Uh, but I, that's one show I got to catch up on. Uh, Sopranos, I never watched it. I was Same. a little young, you know, to be watching that kind of stuff at the time. Um, and then Oz, too. I got to watch that eventually. So, Same. All right, I'll go next. Mine is not... I have some cool guys on here, but mine's not as cool as yours. <laughs> you know, wild card. He's a Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isaac, Isaac, Tyrese. Isaac, Tyrese. Isaac was... Uh, don't he was he was probably one of my top two. Um Eisenhower. <laughs> Who was Eisenhower? I mean, Walter, Walter White. Oh, Heisenberg. Okay. Eisenhower. Yeah, right. Right? No, I know, man. All right. So you are we going to the first or just no order? No order. I, mine wasn't in order. Is I mean Larry David, number one, but um it, no order. All right. So my my number one is gonna be Tommy, the green, white Power Ranger. <laughs> Is that your number one? It's my number one. Dude, I, that guy was the coolest guy growing up. He was the coolest guy. <sighs> it's utter just silence. If he's your number one, your list is terrible. <laughs> Well, what do you what would you think of his performance on the ooze, the Power Rangers, the movie, the ooze? It was a, he was, it was great. He didn't watch that. I did. Okay, why are you choosing this? He was watching Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> well, just as a kid, obviously, I grew up when Power Rangers first aired, and we all did. We all did. <laughs> so, just the five of them were were dope. 
And then when Tommy came, and he just he was just a different he was just a different breed. <laughs> not having it. I love that show. He's my top. As a kid, I wanted to be. I wish I told you guys before. I wish I had. I could have a ponytail. I would have had the ponytail. <laughs> like Steven Seagal. Yes. Oh my god. Anyway, you see what happens when I be vulnerable, Tom. This is a slander I get. And wait till this post up. It's gonna be a nice little soundbite. Andy's gonna have the white Power Ranger on the on the cover. Of course. Is my, it the white or the green one? Make up your mind. <laughs> it's the white one. It's Eisenhower. Oh, he's white, but he wore the green suit. No, he was the green one, and then he became the white one later. What was the black Power Ranger's name? Jason. Zach. Wasn't it Zach? Oh, that black Power Ranger. I was that. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, is the is Jason or or Zach the black one? No, like, Zach is person. Zach is a black person that's black but he said the black power ranger and i was thinking because jason was the red power ranger but he became the black power ranger later down the line so i actually (laughs) saw which one is the black one zach zach yeah that was the original i saw him at big bear snowboarding one year like (laughs) wow power rangers it wasn't hot but like around that area like late 90s did you do the peace sign at him yeah you gave him the head nod what's up man what's up he mighty morphed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'm a, that's number one. That's my number two is going to be Jack Bauer, 21. 21 okay. or 24? <laughs> <laughs> How is this your people? You don't even know what's going on. I, I the Green st- Ranger, the White Ranger, the Black Ranger, the Red Ranger. 21, 24. 24. My bad. Jack, Jack Bauer, not Black Jack. No, Jack Bauer, 24. One of my all-time favorite shows. Super slow when I first watched it. I had to watch it twice because I started watching it. And I was like, nah, this ain't for me. Then I was forced to watch it four episodes in. Why were you forced to watch it? Because they were like, no, this show's great. Okay. And at this time, I was dating my wife. So I would, she would come over. I would have a date with her. And I would make her watch it after our date. Like, she'll watch it with me. Like, we'll go eat, whatever, come back. No, we're going to watch 24. And then she ended up watching it herself. And it's one of her top shows, too. But Jack, because you know how FBI people be like, oh, you know, don't follow the rules. And, you know, but he was like, where's that guy at? And they're like, I don't know. They, bah, he just shoots him in the leg. Like, <laughs> No protocols. <laughs> no, man. So uh, Jack, Jack's number two. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with, uh, Dexter. I think he's, he's super dope. Uh, obviously later down the seasons were kind of bad, you know, towards the end, but to be a killer and to work for the police force. And that's, that's pretty G like it's pretty G of him. And, um, to be crazy and get away with it is, it's awesome. Uh, the fourth one, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show the girls love. Uh, I'm gonna do Claire Underwood from House of Cards. Oh, yeah. Okay, Miss Robin dope. Wright. Yes, baddie. She is a baddie, and she is a she's pretty fierce on there. So shout okay. out to her. Um, that was a great show. Great show. Yes. Yes. We won't talk about the other guy. And then my last one, you guys are probably gonna kill me, Stacy. But I thought this guy was always cool. He was smooth like butter. I know who he's gonna say. The famous Jet Jackson. 
Oh my god, that is not who I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick, though. Oh Rest in peace. God. Rest in peace. Great yeah, show. He passed what, like a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Great show. Um, I always thought he was cool because it just showed how you could be an actor and still live a normal life. Uh, I thought I thought that was an awesome show, especially around my age. It was, it was pretty good. And I do have one honorable mention. I'll probably do Franklin from Snowfall. Because just like, Ooh. yeah, he, he's grew up from nothing too. And now he's a kingpin killing people too. He's Heisenberg. One of my favorite <laughs> shows out there right now. Yeah, I would say Franklin as an honorable mention. Cole. All right, Tom. Don't let, let. Wait, why? Why didn't you say Franklin in place of? Yeah, he should have started one it. of the Power Rangers or freaking Jet Jackson. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. It's not what's this the man best. had an all time. I won't say all time. That's maybe premature, but a great character from a great show, and you chose him as an honorable mention. There was a lot. She, he could have took Claire, but I wanted to get... We always talk about no, guys. No, he was not going to take Claire because Claire is a great character, too, on a great show. Yes. Outside of maybe the last season. Yes. But the Power Ranger and Jet Jackson have no business being on this list. None. Especially it's because my, of all the great ones that you did name. It's my list. Well, <laughs> and, my pe- list. and people are going to be hot about it. <laughs> Ignorant. <laughs> Um, so I'll go. Um, someone did mention one on here already, and that was Will Smith, uh, French, a uh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. Um, but going to the top, these aren't in order, by the way, at all. Um, but going back to the Wire, um, Stringer Bell. Mm. Um, okay. So. I, I like I liked his character because it was a dynamic character and um like the fact that he wanted to make his business legitimate and the process the process that he went through to you know to try to make it legitimate. And um I mean I've always been a fan of Idris Alba playing and shows and I was kind of dated back trying to trying to catch up on on watching the wire because a lot of people talked about it. I I was never I was I was never into watching the wire like that. Um he he was his own next... downfall. That character yep. was his own downfall. Yep. I I agree. Um my next one is Michael Schofield. Oh off of prison break. Michael Schofield off of off of prison break. Um I like Michael Schofield because of the way that he thought and he was smart and thought through every action that he was going to do, whether it was breaking out of prison or trying to fabricate his own death. But like his character himself, he was smart. He was, he was smart. He could, he could get out of anything and um, he didn't use bronze to, or brawn or whatever you call it. The, physicality to, to break through he used his brain and so I thought that was a, his secret weapon was his brain did you see that they were going to do a remake of it like a special edition of Prison mm-hmm. Break yeah they were, they were filming mm-hmm. it and then he, he just stated it this morning when I was checking Twitter that he's not going to do it no more because he doesn't want to play a straight man no more so he's not doing it he doesn't want to play a straight character which I applaud him for that that's, that's his Yeah. but I was so excited because we were going to get a prison break and 
he backed out. Yeah. Well, and it's he, not going to be it's not going to be prison break. Prison. Does he have to play that kind of character? <laughs> He's buried out there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right. I never watched the show, so I don't really. Know. Oh, take watch yeah. it. It's a great okay. show. Yeah. Um, and then probably not one you guys are going to be familiar with, but when I was deployed, I I watched a lot of a lot of shows to catch up on. And I was watching Vikings and oh. one of my favorite characters on Vikings is Ragnar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are looking. Yeah, no, I know Ragnar. Ragnar is dope. I've never seen it. Okay, I know it's okay. a great show. Ragnar is dope, man. Yeah. So uh, Ragnar was such a dominant character just because of his own name. He, he started from being small and then growing up to be one of the greatest Vikings of his time. And so I, I thought he was an empowering character. And so I, I really liked the show. There was other small characters on there that I liked, but um, he stood out. That's crazy and that then, they killed him. They killed him off, too. It's like, yes, yes but, <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, he cheated death too many times. Yes. Like, even for being a main character of a show, you know, when someone's a main character of the show and they're sitting there. And you're like, oh, they can't die because this is their show. Yeah. Well, they took they took that piece away. And so they said, now we can't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lucifer from Lucifer. Um, I like Lucifer because I like the show a lot. And I just started watching the show. But um, I like I liked him whenever he was in Merlin as well. Um, but Lucifer is one of my new favorite shows that I've been watching and kind of binging through. Um, I, I like the fact that someone can be not from this world and still work with the humans and work with the people to solve cases. I like, I've always liked like the crime solving stuff, but Lucifer takes like a, uh, like an immature take on it and kind of like a, like a radical take on how he solves these murders. So I like that. And then one, two, three. And then my last one, you guys are probably going to be like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? If you guys haven't already. Um, That's not, you're not Jesse. Not as bad as Jesse. (laughs) No, but so when Jesse had sent this to me or told me what we were talking about, I put the names down, but uh, I really like Atlanta and I like Donald Glover. So, that shows out there. Yep. Andy won't watch it yet. And I haven't started. What I, what yet. I, like, I will. <laughs> what what I, what I like about what I like about the show is that um, he he basically plays himself. You know, he he plays he plays like his his true his true self is he's kind of like he's kind of corny. He's not he's not like the most coordinated person ever. Um, but his the fact that he can take his character and make the show about himself and then be himself and the show turn out as well as it did um or it's continuing to do then i like it yeah he was on That's twitter dropping some gems too that supposedly season three and four is gonna release next year so i'm um, not gonna hold my breath yeah <sighs> didn't they say it was like <laughs> it was filming isn't it filming 
supposedly, but we, the streets need that, man. Like it's it's been a long. I think it was already going to be a two year mm-hmm. hiatus from season two to season three anyway. So it's supposed to come out this year. And then now we got to wait another year. Challenging. He's, he's a type but, of person, though, or like writer or just artist to just he could have been working on it the, this whole time and then just drop it. Yeah, true. he's that type of person. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that show. You got to watch it. Have you watched Community, Tom? Uh, I started it, but I I, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, it, I, I got two. I got two people I want to mention. Go ahead. Throw these out these out here to the streets. Uh, Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Grace, okay. right, and then Charlie Hunnan, Jax from Sons of the Anarchy. Two great shows. So I watched that whole yeah, I watched all. I watched the entire season, so those are actually some of my favorite shows that I really enjoyed. I never watched Sons of Anarchy. It was really my, dope. My mom did. I haven't, but I heard nothing but good things. I think you can have a third since you like we did on last episode. You were we were talking about insecure. Who's your favorite insecure character? That could be <laughs> your number three. Uh, it would have to be Issa Rae. She's a G. Okay. She's a G. I look forward to seeing more episodes or more work from her. Hey, what, what was your favorite Power Ranger? <laughs> uh, I would say... Billy? Kim- Kimberly. Nah, not Kim- Billy. Kimberly, okay. Pink Ranger. Yeah, right. the pink one. All right, All see, right. there's four. That's five. Oh, that's five. Oh, there Wait, you go. Is it? I said Will no, Smith. I said Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Will you said Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you're that good. Show, that show... Basically, we grew up on that show, so any Jesse people are still growing up. Unanimous for the Fresh Prince, but he decided to go with the freaking Power Rangers <laughs> and Jet Jackson. Ha <laughs> ha! It's my <laughs> my list. My list. My list. Um, you didn't tell me to make it. I was gonna say something. About that. <laughs> All right, you were gonna say what? Nah, because I was going to say he, he wanted me, he was making me vote for his people. <laughs> that's, that's not true. I'm, not, no, I'm just kidding. All right, we're going to. That's not, not true. Is that, is that voter fraud? <laughs> I'm going to get a letter in the mail. We got him. We got him on camera right now. We got public him. affairs is watching right yeah, now. Public That's affairs go get on me. PA. I'm gonna get a letter in the mail. I bet PA. you Trump is tweeting right now. See, look, we work in fam. I told Bro. you guys all along. <laughs> Tom's gonna be like that PC three thirty two fifty four Alpha David is coming through. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming your way. All right, man. Let's get out of here. I know Tom. Um, we're gonna finish off with our weekly spins and then our vibe or nah. I know you got to wake up early. Uh, I know it's late out there. Uh, so this is a segment. Same time with you. I know. I'm, t- I'm tired too. <laughs> so re- really, he's tired. Well, I'm going to say, tw- I'm saying 21. Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do our weekly spin segment where we go around and pretty much, you know, whatever, per- whatever we purchased this week, expensive or not, just something that we were reckless with and bought. <laughs> Um, I'll go first. I went ahead and picked up two, two pairs of shoes. I sent you guys a picture yesterday. Um, I needed some work shoes. So obviously, you know, I get shoes and I try to wear my, my shoes that I buy to work, but the work, the designated work shoes that I have were about a year to two years old. 
but they were still clean because I didn't wear them that much. But I was walking and I, you know how when they squeak, like the air bubbles are. <laughs> I was like, I was embarrassed. Those leaners. <laughs> so uh, it was time for me to get some new ones. So I, I, I had a 20 percent gift card for my birthday. So I used that on a pair and then they had some. Some other ones that I got for half off at 70 bucks. So they're discounted. Nothing crazy. Just regular Nikes. But, you know, that was my weekly spins. What are you, Blevs? Me? Uh, my weekly spin actually happened today. So randomly, Sneakers decided to drop the Jubilee Jordan 11. Oh, snap. Oh, those are nice. And uh, I decided, hey, why not? Let's see if uh, I could win. Out of the hundreds of L's that I've taken on sneakers, <laughs> uh, along with the rest of the universe, um, it was one of my, I think this is my third win on sneakers. So I got a pair of those today. Nice. So, Did the credit card transaction go through? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, out. <laughs> what about uh. you? I'll I'll go. I was looking through my purchases, but there's really not much. Ooh, but I did order uh nah. Um I ordered some laser tags, laser tag guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking at right now. Cause uh Emma's not gonna watch this, but it's for her birthday. It's coming up next week. So something we could play. Are you like building a laser tag studio or something? Or not nah, come through and play then. I got S4 of them. Put the vest on and everything. <laughs> but you gotta be in the dark, man. You gotta be able to hide and everything neon. So that's what I'm trying to Eddie's gonna be like, like this. I ain't work. a big spender like you. I can get the ne- neons next year, next birthday. All right. Eddie's, uh, Eddie's gonna come like this. <laughs> I bought a a, a a mug to keep my coffee hot since it's about to get cold. So I bought that. It was a Yeti one, so it's a nice one. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got. Okay. All right. What about you, Tom? Um. I spent $30 on candy at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a 20-something-year-old right there. Well, you do realize Halloween was, uh, what, a couple week, a couple weeks ago, so you could have yes. just got some free candy. And, and, that, and that, was, that was, you know, I was going to wait till they did the cutoff on the, like, markdown on the candy after Halloween. You know, they'll sell the big bags for a lot cheaper, but I missed it. And then when I went to the store, all the Christmas stuff was out. So I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of sad. Um, so I went to the dollar store. $30. Hey, my, he'll get a whole thing of Jolly Ranchers, like a handful of and just eat them. Wow. <laughs> so- so he may, he, he won't look better than you for long. He may have the hair, but he ain't going to have no teeth. <laughs> That his teeth good? Look at you. <laughs> you guys got the same teeth too. Same hey. <laughs> Twins That's his son. Twins. Brother. It's my son. Dad. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Dad. All right, let's finish this off with this vibe or nah. Let vibe me see if nah. I got him right here. Yeah, I don't think mine is edited that I sent you, so I don't know if it has That's to be. Right. Like, nah, Blevins already Blevins already did. cussed. He did. did he I ruined it. The S word. Oh, sorry. That's you talking about when you got triggered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Go ahead, um, Andy. 
yeah, so I was flipping through some stuff today and I ran through uh, Salam Remy, which is he's a producer, produced for a long time. I mean, he's been producing for a lot of East Coast uh, hip hop artists and then obviously Nas um, and Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse as well. And he put out an album today or yesterday, I forgot. But this, I listened to the album and then the second track on it is called No Peace. It's with Busta Rhymes, Mumu Fresh, who I'm not sh- sure who that is. I know it's just the female on the on the track and Black Thought. But um, the reason why I like this song is because when um, uh, the BLM uh, movement was starting to happen back in late uh, May and June, obviously with the social unrest, um, they were chanting in the streets. Uh, no justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. And so he took a soundbite of that and then added it on there as part of the hook or the bridge. I forgot what part, but super dope. Beat is fire. Lyrics are fire. So that's my uh, vibe. And Dougie Fresh is on there. Oh, Dougie Fresh. Yeah, yeah. He had some some of his, uh, some of his, um, not ad-libs. Yeah, but some of them sounds out there. Mm -hmm. All right, let's play. Go ahead. You got more than the 10 seconds on that one. Uh, uh, he can't stop that verse. That's why. That, uh, that's that was, crazy. That hip hop track right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Dang. All right. I'm just going down the list. I'm going to go ahead and do mine. Mine is Thundercat. Song's called Fair Chance. It's featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Lil B. This is the bass guy, Lil B? Yes. That's tight. <laughs> a little longer uh previews now that's that doesn't sound like your typical thundercat track i like it but uh different than what we usually hear from him which is dope true and it's a remix though too so okay i'm sure you probably had other people on there producing 
And then uh, Tom, what you got here? Uh, mine was, uh, which one did I send you? Dusty, stay true. Oh, uh, Dusty, stay true. Was it the never change? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I heard this one and I, I just like this one because I, I always like songs that are kind of like, that I can drive and kind of like vibe to. And it's kind of like a uplifting one. Um, it's not extremely lyrical like any of the other stuff that I would listen to. So uh, it's just kind of like a kind of like a vibe song that you just kind of ride along to and just kind of go with. Nice. So, I don't I don't know what part you're gonna play, but we'll see. Motion, bro is my emotion. These songs that I'm composing, stay by that's cause I'm chosen. And I don't do the boasting, but all she do is post them. She like me cause I'm open and I ain't off the potion. But I might be crispy like a white tee, meditated like Tai Chi, keep a check like Nike. Can't find a nigga that's like me, but I see. Fuck niggas, that's high key. Sliding on me most likely, can't fuck with me cause I'm icy. I've been so lonely, 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 lonely. I've been so damn lonely. These niggas acting phony, 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 phony. Acting so Damn phone, just get out my way. Swerving through lanes, I be drifting away. And I can't complain, swear that I be okay. We are not the same, no, I'm never gonna change. I'm leaning on the fixture, and I've been off the liquor. Sipping on that Remy with that Henny, what a mixture. They follow me like scripture, and I've been getting quicker. Been had the upper hand, I hand to hand it like and we picture. never gonna fall. All my brothers on call. We forever gon' bone. No, it's nothing at all. I've just been so. Dang. Okay. Express. <laughs> oh. That was that. That was dope. Have we ever had a nah here that we played? <laughs> they all been vibes. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we all got good musical taste. So we'll see. You went. You going last? Oh no, no, you already went there. <laughs> He <laughs> <laughs> trying to set me up a barrier, right? I'm gonna be that I'm guy. Kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead, Blevs. Close this out, man. Yeah, I did. Um, this one's actually not new, uh, but I just discovered it. Um, so bad, bad, not good, featuring Jonah Brothers, you know, or Yano. I don't know how to say mm-hmm. it, but uh, key, key to love is understanding. So run it. Nice. <laughs>
You should make a playlist, Andy, of every vibrant now we've done so far. That'd be dope. I could do that. That would be pretty cool. It's a lot of work. <laughs> when I'm bored, I'll do it. <laughs> but hey, Tom, thanks for being with us, man. It was a pleasure. Tell all your thanks for having me. Tell all your your friends and people to subscribe. <laughs> my fans, my fans, your fans. Subscribe, follow, <laughs> like. But we'll see a lot of accounts from Germany. So <laughs> Yo, relax, <laughs> relax. Yeah, relax. Throw those drops in. Sandy can't help you. Yeah, man. Stay, stay safe. And I'll holler at you guys later. Stay COVID free. COVID free. Peace.